Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. And I'm Gaiti. We bring you interesting untold stories of people associated with the creation or consumption of software-based solutions. You'll hear stories of what worked and sometimes what didn't. You will also hear very personal experiences and insights that would trigger your thoughts and inspire you to do even greater things. In this very interesting episode with Kamala Srinivasan, founder and CEO of Upahara, a woman in tech influencer and a board member, is talking about her career journey where she started with being excited about technology to moving across shores, working in US and working in India and talking about her decisions. She covers reverse mentoring, as well as creating a sense of self-confidence about doing uh, both from a profit organizations as well as non-profit organizations. You will also find her talking about balancing decisions along with the family. Listen on. Hi, Kamala. Welcome to Software People Stories. So happy to have you here. Thank you, Gayatri. Thanks for having me. So Kamala, uh, like in, a, in all our conversations, I would like you to introduce uh, for our listeners. I know you for now five, six years, but I would like uh, your in, in your own inimitable style, introduce yourself to our listeners. Sure, happy to. So my name is Kamala Srinivasan. Uh, for the past 25 plus years, I have worked in the field of technology and nonprofit, many times combining the two. I'm currently the founder and CEO of Upahara, which brings me great happiness as I can connect people, process, and technology to address social challenges. For me, it's paying gratitude forward. That's what it's all about. My goal and Upahara's goal is to build a bridge between donors and charitable organizations and make a meaningful impact on the causes that matter most to donors' hearts. It's a solution that uses a robust philanthropic tech-based platform. Thank you so much, Kamala. And uh, can you share your career journey and how it's all started um, for our listeners? Yes, I know um, I am one of those people, you know, who have done um, BS in mathematics, EMS in computers, you know, the STEM all packaged together. <laughs> That's kind of the person I was. So um, I, I started my career in California, USA and worked here for about 10 years. And then uh, we have decided to move back to India and continued my career in India as well in the technology industries, building, I'm doing some amazing things and during my tenure, um, I have um, we have decided to you know I have decided to support women in tech communities in India, so that's why I came to meet you and some of the amazing women, right? So that opened up a doorway for me to be associated in the nonprofit field, and again we moved back to US. Right now I'm doing my um, startup journey, so that's kind of a very small introduction about my career journey. When you think about your earliest memory, right, of software and technology, what strikes you the most, Kamala? I mean, uh, after having the journey, sometimes it looks, it's great to look back at what really excited us 
and sometimes uh, more often than not it continues to excite us today right yes yeah see my memory is it's a very amazing journey see i grew up with the two uh, older siblings who were already working when i was in high school so my brother was working at a computer science department of a college at that time so our home was filled with these computer enthusiasts and professors from college discussing the then current tech trends right so i was literally growing up hearing all those growing up you know hearing all those things my brother would often bring home the printouts from the dot matrix printer you know the paper with the dot dot on both sides right <laughs> so um you know i used to visit the computer room at the college and there were those huge bulky desktop computers there so i remember the clean room with the ac blasting and then sound of the dot matrix printer pervading the space right so those were like very amazing experience for me so this experience created an everlasting impact on myself and later on when i moved on into this technology career that stayed with me right how technology can make a difference how we can create solutions right that that stayed with me forever wonderful wonderful uh, yeah. group of siblings who are already, who are really achievers must have put yes. a lot of pressure on you kamla <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was more or more than a pressure it was an influencers they were so you know and then it's just not them right i also get to meet the other people in the field even at a younger age so not many people had that opportunity so i'm very grateful for those opportunities wonderful i also like the fact that uh, you take it as a in your stride and uh, every conversations that i've had with you also reflects that confidence and uh, just mm-hmm. the sheer uh, you know goodness and in your heart kamla uh, so when you speak about your career right what are the kind of inflection points can you imagine uh, that uh, you are seen i mean you, it's always yes. nice to see from from you know from now right because yes listeners like to hear this because uh, some of the decisions that you might have taken would have impacted so that sort of helps them to make those as well exactly so even when i think back right um those were really amazing decisions that we made because you always have that fear right when you take certain decisions so the first one was our we were in india us right at that time so the very first was our decision to move back to india so it was 2006 and india was growing in tech industries and my fintech experience had opened up the door to fantastic opportunities i was helping organizations build tech development centers across the globe in india china and israel by sitting in bangalore office right so you can do all those when seeing the whole world from bangalore so i had an opportunity to interact with different cultures and great leaders so that was my first one the second one was the when i decided to focus my time on supporting women in tech communities in india it was not a high paying tech role it's a non profit right <laughs> in this non profit world i guided and supported women created communities across india the inner happiness that i felt during the journey was immeasurable and then the third one the third inflection point is what i'm doing now my current startup journey so it is not easy you know it, it it take it has its own set of challenges i am excited 
confidence and also it's filled with uncertainties so i will not know what kind of uncertainty is going to pop up tomorrow or one hour from now right um maybe we can have a separate podcast on this in my startup journey in the near future <laughs> so these are all the inflection point that i can put it in a three different buckets that really really impacted my career journey and growth and overall you know how i see and it allowed me to see the technology industries and non-profit industries and allowed me to do my current profit which is connecting both right with my technology experience i'm solving some social challenges that's wonderful kamala so tell me more about the initial first inflection point um when you were setting up the fintech world and remember the processes were not very mature and uh, attrition was very high this is before the 2008 you are talking about right in terms of uh, the sure. growth engine itself um mm-hmm. how was uh, how was that um, that kind of establishing compared to what you are doing today establishing a non profit can you compare and contrast the experiences any stories there yeah i see um india was really growing at that time and then we have uh, although the uh, software consulting firms had established already right there were tcs and infosys and wipro of the world are thriving at that time whereas these uh, bigger corporates right multinational corporates they were trying to set up uh, um, centers in india so the experiences of going to um, campuses and then hiring the young people to bring into office uh, that you know setting up a lot of programs for them so that they get excited and then being there in the offices but throughout that thing you know that's another reason for me to move into the women in tech i don't see um, i did, i didn't see women of my age in the offices at all so you would see some younger women joining workforce but they would leave afterwards they will not stay back right so after the maternity they don't come back so i had seen those challenges you know that's when i started creating lot of this uh, women leadership forums women related sessions within the organization and then i had realized that that required more attention throughout india then i join the non profit to solve the problem so but to answer your question it was thriving india was thriving and then you get to see all these intellectual young ones coming in i also introduce a reverse mentoring so i would sit with some of the younger <laughs> you know colleagues and learn more from them and they would teach a lot of us on the company policies to what we can do what we cannot do right so i would say it was 14 years that i was in india it was an amazing journey wonderful wonderful in fact uh, reverse mentoring uh, is used as a tool now uh, to teach the uh, corporate executives um, uh, from the millennials on what yes. it means to actually manage them so we use that that as a tool to say hey um, can you mentor me as to how to even speak to you in a in a way that will be non confrontational as well as motivational right sometimes you you yes. just know how, what to say to make it yeah. money is no longer the motivation uh, no it's no longer that you know uh, good work is no longer the motivation like good work yeah sure i can do it so what next so that that's yes become the theme of today's era right yes believe me i would be so excited to attend those reverse mentoring session and then each session after that i get more energized 
it was because they are all full of energy full of ideas so you know i totally enjoyed those sessions as well yeah yeah and and uh, we often uh, kid that uh, uh, i am bringing the i am increasing the overall age of age in the room and uh, <laughs> then they actually used to all laugh at our jokes and uh, sure. it it also helps in terms of understanding their mental pulse and everything uh, exactly yeah. so uh, kamla uh, talking about your second uh, journey on moving into a non profit right while it would have it was it's a great move i i have been one of the people beneficiaries in terms of uh, being part of the community building effort and creating a getting a podium to talk about our problems as well as a bigger one so how what propelled you in terms of letting go of your corporate job and doing it um, it may look, look as if you know self actualization and all of that in a bigger scheme of things but at that point in time how did it feel yes you know um while i was so passionate that i wanted to do but i had to sit down with my husband to do a calculation right because there is a budgeting there are expense i had elderly parents you know so i have to look for look at all aspects of it and see how long i can manage right is it like a two two year because in, the education in india is not cheap right i had a two high school school going children also at that time so i had decided that, that i put objective to myself to see you know how we can help because i can notice that i came from a, a background from a rural india right i came from madurai that's where i came from and then i was able to see the world working with the world countries other countries right worldwide and make an impact how could i give it back to rest of the women what is stopping them because the talent the study education they have everything but there are certain things is preventing them not to go further on it so um, i was really passionate about solving that challenge and making a platform for the women to come together see the role model not only that right um it had a multi dimensional we also had to educate the corporates on the hiring policies and things that they were doing so i uh, you know uh, to answer your question you know um i really wanted to make an impact so you know i took that break i wouldn't even say a break right <laughs> it's a continuous journey maybe break from the corporate world and then continued there and i also put an objective you know i maybe i'll try to be here try to make as much impact as possible three or four years having some kind of a, a timeline so that that would allow my family to manage right or to the rest of the expenses so three years was a great journey while i was doing it um and it it helped me and i also put all my corporate processes and operation into place and then used all my networking abilities and all women came forward right it is not just myself so all the communities out there you know they all came forward and helping each other still continue to help each other so like we are pretty much leaving a legacy behind wonderful i like that uh, fact of uh, any decision that you take creating the time box and uh, you know think about it from a, from an end to end in mind i like that i think that's a very good tool i hope listeners are really making notes as to how to do that because because taking a gutsy journey is one gutsy decision is one thing but knowing when to come back if need to be i think very very cool kamla exactly because you cannot put also your family at a um, difficult situation challenging situation right so and you have like you need to look at yourself 
your children and then your family ongoing emi <laughs> and then you know, each and every one of us right parents in laws they all have some kind of a dependency on that that was the main reason we moved back to india to be with the parents and in laws right so you know with all those calculation you know we have taken the decision yeah i hope it helps the listeners as well yes <laughs> yes 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 it does so um so if uh, kind of switching gears right if you sort of wanted to give advice to a 20 year old kamla what would those be i mean uh, oh wow <laughs> great question right i wish we can go back but you know i would say um i should have spent more time taking care of myself i did not do much self care during my 20s so that's a one thing that i would say nice i actually uh, i've heard very different advices uh, from different people they say okay i want to do i want to spend more uh, you know i want to earn more money or i would have said don't worry <laughs> self care is uh, is definitely on the top of uh, people's advices uh, kamla um, in the same thing right when we look in front 15 years from now or 20 years from now if you had a time turner what are the few things that you would like to see not just for mm-hmm. yourself but overall as a society as overall what are the few things that yes. you'd be excited to see so i want to see the human race respect each other <laughs> to see an inclusive world being not just respectful to each other but also to the environment right and i also would like to see more entrepreneurs see them solving or having solved some of the world's most pressing social challenges the last but not right while i know the entrepreneurship and tech innovations are going to reach great heights i would also like all of them to be ethically viable ones wow these are all my wishes 15 very, years from very, now very 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 strong ones kamla can you elaborate more on the ethically viable one what what do we mean by that i i heard about sustainability uh we we speak about esg goals environmentally sustainable goals and things like that and we of course know the sdg goals sustainable development goals uh what do we mean by viable what do you in your words what do you mean by that the um in the current the technology innovation as we go further are we being um ethically and then consciously building a inclusive technology development for the future that involves everybody around us right so um, if you are doing the self driving car will that self driving car can help all the people on the street who are going to be there right and then um, if you are going to the ai is going to create a great um great heights right at some for the artificial intelligence however the ethically doing that also really important right so it has to be a conscious decision on the developers and entrepreneurs to build the right thing so that's going to be helps all the humanity and then everybody else that's what i meant uh, with the um, ethically viable one in a nutshell but it means a lot <laughs> yeah it, i think i i'm sure we can talk about ours what this what that means right wonderful uh, i really like that kind of concept of respecting as well as creating that environment of ethically viable kamla so mm-hmm. um, how do you arm yourself in terms of uh, you know books or uh, i mean do you read books or is, are there any recommendations that you have uh, with you uh, kamla in terms of 
book recommendation or uh, are you more of a podcast listener or how do you arm yourself yes i do read a lot of books so to arm myself um with respect to technology or any area right so um, attending webinars conferences and listening to great podcast you know yes of course all of them on my list blog postings and then also right it's naturally keep up with the social media post of deliberate celebrities you like right it is similar to that right that's how it is once you get interested in any field like that keeping up the newses and changes is very easier with the current practices right and coming up to books um i do read a lot of books uh, however there are two things two books that are truly um important to me um that would be uh, definitely the bhagavad gita right um i would highly recommend and there are lots of language options available for everyone from sanskrit hindi english even audio versions available for anyone who can listen to or read and then the second book uh, because there are two books that are next to my um, bedside table all the time or in my office room table all the time two books the second one is the power of now book series by eckhart tolle I even have some inspirational quotes from Tolle and verses from Gita upon my wall. So, wow! <laughs> so that I mean, when do you read him? I mean, I know I'm sure you'd have read him multiple times, right? Any any nuggets when you when you had a problem, you read it. Any incident that you can narrate. Uh, the reading new books i i also read a lot of new books so i allocate some time in a week to read new books but going back to this power of now or um, you know bhagavad gita they they are more inspiration it's not just the problem right even in a quiet evening i just take down one chapter and then read or there are some podcast available somebody is discussing about gita i would listen to that so um, you, you you get more grounded so by referring them both and then if i'm going to give any keynote <laughs> or if i'm delivering some speech definitely i would refer to those two books as also you know to get some notes from there to say it in the podium and i'm talking lovely lovely uh, when you speak about uh, you know keynote and keeping yourself abreast um, i i know you have uh, given a lot of speeches um across the board how do you keep in touch um with changes in technology right one of the things that often are is being told is that women in tech the reason why we have a bit of attrition from the whole system in itself right is because the changes are so rapid that even if you are taking a sabbatical for a year from it you will not even be able to recognize it's not like a um where you have a bank job you go to the same bank it's the same processes right or uh, you are driving an automobile it's the same automobile so but the technology core changes to processes are rapidly changing how 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 do you keep coping up yes so also right um it's it's impossible for all of us to learn everything and there are certain core competencies that's going to help you uh, and, and in your career journey as well so focusing on those areas are really important and then connecting with a similar set of mind set of similar people who are working in the same area 
and then connecting with them attending the conferences you know or you know reading some of those experts who are producing some of the blogging that they do and webinars that they conduct right and then also learn more on that friend continuously and then um, creating a, a focus group on it so you can create your own community or create something in your organization and also right um, i would go say in the reverse mentoring there's you go up level there are people who can help there are people in your team so working on that right so that would really help you to see um, where the uh, technology is going and how you yourself as a person going to help on that front right so the fundamental is same right it's like riding a bicycle once you know the bicycle you can always ride so as a stem as a science person as a technology person fundamentally you know the basics it's just the way the country the technology is growing and also you know instead of taking pie from each and everything focusing on the thing that's going to help you yourself and then your career development right those are all the important area choose on them and then focus on that and continue with that and there are um teen ways that you can do you know um, i know you have developed a lot of community engagements conduct a lot of sessions by when you are attending that session you know that the two speakers and then people who attended you know that those are all the people you can connect back with them believe me some of this conversation can lead it to lead into a startup idea and soon somebody else can become a founder and entrepreneur as well right you'll never know ideas can born any time so that's what i did you know even some of my my startup idea was born from that space only wow lovely kamla in terms of creating that sort of a group and uh, making helping them inspire you to stay that route and of course yes. learning from learning by doing is the best way to for it to register in our mind right it otherwise yes. it just um, you can just go to any any number of trainings it just doesn't uh, you know stick um, and when you uh, talk about uh, going to conferences having communities to network and you obviously have a family who needs you and the work right i mean we have so many realms uh, of our own life everybody does it's not just specific to women but that's um, often spoken about in terms of a work life balance and ensuring that how do you even i don't even know whether there's a balance to strike but uh, what is your opinion it's very controversial i know but uh, <laughs> i hope uh, you you can, you don't mind telling your view of it <laughs> yeah that's the biggest question of them all right <laughs> work life let's just focus on life decisions right the life part of it so in life we make conscious decision to do certain things marrying someone having babies or not having babies working or not working there's always so much going on in life but compartmentalizing and focusing on the current moment whatever i am doing whether i am at work or attending my kids graduation ceremony focusing on now being here and now help me a lot so instead of you know while i'm attending my graduation ceremony if i am going to worry about the email that i'm going to respond i'm not enjoying any of those right so everything happens in the current moment so focusing on the current was really important to me that helped me a lot next identifying that which brings inner peace whether it's a particular sport running a marathon or arts and crafts right and make sure that you are spend time doing that that's really important what is that hobby right identifying that it cannot be only it doesn't have to be one single one it can be multiple things 
in my case it's painting drawing gardening and being outdoors so i like trekking or exploring the state and regional parks near my area i also love reading books right all of this brings more harmony into life right when you talk about work life this is how we have to balance it by tying different areas and there is one more important thing right in the current busy paced world there's a myth that you must be busy doing something all the time right that's a myth try not to do anything being still try not to do anything right being still allows you to be more grounded and relaxed for that i do regular meditation so in the end it's finding what works for you and maintaining that habit i found help in finding this harmony again by reading bhagavad gita right bhagavad gita also tells all those thing i just told right so i hope you know work life balance is a very big topic but these are all the smaller steps one can take to manage this in their life lovely lovely kamla in fact you're tying the power of now to stay grounded and uh, ensuring that you enjoy what you're doing the most and then keep compartmentalizing the great advices there kamla i can really imagine uh, you actually uh, in the in the graduation uh, party staying with the uh, graduation i think i lo- love it uh, and see it's also um, pertinent uh, when you work with uh, with a woman so many women you you working i mean keeping this network and you yourself mentioned about your uh, j- journey uh, some of the startup ideas came from others any tips uh, that uh, you can share uh, for uh, women in networking i know you are a, a you have a mega network and uh, i hope you can share some uh, wisdom there sure sure see it just depends on what you want and how you approach it right so it's not that you can't just go and book all your evenings and weekends on conducting some networking sessions right it's all depends on how you want to approach it so try making genuine connections while searching out job opportunities or while gathering information networking is good to focus on but also right instead of looking at what is in it for me you also need to see how you can share the knowledge and give it back to others right it it makes it much easier and also um some folks are introvert you know that they don't want to go out and make that conversation so tag along a friend or a colleague right so you know that would really makes wonders in reducing anxiety or boosting confidence when you go along with somebody else that you know right the tips that i use that i can give um, i can suggest would be like just prepare yourself before going to any networking session right ask yourself these questions what kind of event is it who are the speakers what are their backgrounds right understanding this will really help and then if you attend any speaker sessions ask relevant questions during q and a introduce yourself and ask the relevant question right also while i recommend to ask questions remember to be a keen observer right that's also really important keen listener and then also prepare yourself for a elevator pitch kind of a sort about yourself so you know use it to introduce yourself to others think of it kind of like a agenda or a goal to reach when you meet with people so this preparation always helps right this will help you prepare to what to, to talk to others right so this preparation would help 
And then for contact information, um, I know that um, other people use business cards or whatever works best for you, right? Um, I use QR code. <laughs> so that's what I use. I don't carry our, carry the, the physical card, paper card. I use a QR code. So it's good to exchange cards or, you know, take as many cards with you when you go and meet so that you can exchange cards with people. So, and the other thing would be to um, connect. If you like somebody, you met somebody and after the event is over, right? Send a follow-up note via email or a LinkedIn. Following up with them also truly important. So I know these are all very smaller tips, but um, there are a lot, each and everyone can fine tune that based on what what is the requirement for themselves right so that's all i can give for now <laughs> thank you i think these are wonderful uh, kamala very very practical to yes. uh, share uh, to be prepared and understand what you want to get out of it that way you are right. you also know um, what you want um i'll probably i know we are uh, we have had a great conversation last question that i want to share i want to ask is you worked in india and U.S. for decades together. Being a global citizen, um, can you share some of the cultural nuances? Um, what um, listeners can look out for when they work across cultures and you know regions? Yeah, so that's that's a huge bucket, right? So um, I'm so excited to work. I had an opportunity to work with a lot of different culture, right? So the funny story is, you know, I came to USA when I was 23 years old. The difference in this part of the world is multidimensional, right? So um, I got a job at Pacific Bell. That's a telephone company, the technology work as a software developer. The name is Pacific Bell. And then I noticed that, you know, when you go out, there is this Mexican restaurant, you know, food chain that's called a Taco Bell everywhere. So, so I used to joke, why this company, you know, this country has bells everywhere, right? <laughs> Pacific Bell, Taco Bell. <laughs> and then, you know, the um, I wasn't used to the Western names, especially the uh, unisex names, right? I used to worry over which gender to name Robin represented, the name Robin. So, you know, who's that, right? Because <laughs> I was not familiar with those things, right? So <laughs> I, I like to think I might have improved in those specific regards. But um, culture shock really got me a 23-year-old coming from, uh, you know, southern state of India to land on the um, United States, right? It, it, it took some time. However, you know, uh, meanwhile, working globally with the multiple culture was a great experience. You get to know your co-workers and their culture better while maintaining a professional relationship, right? You get to know some holiday coming up and they would talk about how they celebrate that holiday. So these are all very wonderful experience that, you experience this, right? It's not that you are reading it in your history book. So that, that was a great one. And then see, I remember, right? Um, I used to run this risk management sessions for the organization's tech centers across the globe. And then the team that manages the locations facility would be involved in those sessions because the facility is also an important factor when you run a risk management sessions, right? So they were more com comfortable talking in their local languages while discussing things. And then sending one person forward to address me in English. I made a conscious decision not to interfere with that. They became more comfortable with my team. I could see how the small gesture was appreciated, right? Kindness goes a long way in learning more about others and their culture. 
right if i interrupt interrupted saying that you know you have to only speak in english right they might not be very comfortable in that but they they had a huge respect after that right so it it was very uncomfortable for everyone to speak in english in that room so you know it's just it's a small thing working with them understanding respecting each other so you know i i can go a lot of interesting stories but we have a short time <laughs> wow awesome kamala i think it's it's a, it's wonderful to get a glimpse of your journey through all these stories i really want to thank you uh, for your time any last advices that you want to share with our listeners i know you you've told uh, quite a bit uh, any th- thoughts that you want to share uh... yes um you know i i talked about the self care right so i would like um, each and every individual who are listening to see um what kind of a self care routine that they have and then how are they going to taking care of themselves like um they go get their salary check or the money management they invest how are they investing on themselves right the first thing anybody can do is investing on themselves right so the things that they can do that's number 1 and then you know uh, the other thing is um, all of us know that you know our fingerprint we have our own dna so which is very clear that we are ourselves right just be yourself wherever you are be your authentic yourself because i am kamala you are gayatri everybody else is taken right you can just be yourself only so um, these are all the two things that i can leave it along thank you so much and have a wonderful day kamala thank you thank you We thank Siddharth for the music and Anita for promoting the software people stories. If you like this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast client and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact us at podcast@pm-powerconsulting.com.